Welcome back to a new episode of Essentially Existing, the weekly podcast where we take a closer look at our thoughts and feelings about various things that happen in our lives. So hello, Eric. How was your day and how was your week? Um, yeah, my my week has been uneventful as usual. Um, I went through my first two finals and I have to like one more. So yeah, mostly just studying and procrastinating and feeling bad about it. What, what about you? What do you mean you feel bad about like studying or I feel bad about not studying about when not I know studying. I should be studying. You should be studying. Yeah. And it's it's pretty bad. I I don't like this feeling because it feels like anything I do is just guilty. Like I'm not setting time aside to specifically to do things that I want. So then when I do them anyway, I just feel very guilty and feel like I should be studying. But yeah. I mean, what about you? Um, well, it's basically the same thing as you. I didn't do much for the past week besides just studying for my first final. Um, I'm looking through my calendar of stuff that I've done. And yeah, I called a few friends. Nice. Um, I mean, I should have been studying, but you know, whatever. I just, it wasn't that long. So I was kind of mindful of not calling them for too long. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, it was an okay week. It wasn't that bad. Just trying to get through finals, and I'm excited for summer. I don't know about you, but I can't wait oh, to for sure. Egypt, and I can relax and do stuff that I want to. And I don't know, looking forward to university as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that's um, for sure. Yeah, wanna let's uh, let's re- uh, uh, let's go back to uh, the piano challenge thing. So basically, right. two weeks ago, we said. A challenge for ourselves that we would play around 30 to one hour of piano each day so and then we were like revisit that challenge so eric how was uh how, how was the challenge in general did you follow through i um, did not follow through as i i did not expect to follow through but mm-hmm. it was yeah um so it was like 14 days ago so we should have 14 or 13 days ago rather so we should have 13 boxes checked mm-hmm. i have uh i i have four of them that are not checked so that means i had four days where i just didn't play and mm-hmm. it was four days in a row where like last tuesday until friday i didn't play and yeah i i don't know it's i had like a a good streak going and then it just after exams after my first final i just like I missed one day and then I missed another and just kept going for four days in a row. And it's, I'm not sure what happened. And yeah, it, it's, fine. it's fine. It's safe yeah. to say that it, um, I did not accomplish it, but yeah. you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's part of the journey of the challenge. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah. So for me, um, yeah. So what I did was I started for a couple of days, but then I had to go somewhere else to, to live for a few days, which mm-hmm. I did not have access to a piano. So obviously I didn't play piano for I think like four or five days. Um, but I decided to sing instead. Um, Dumb. Sometimes I didn't hit the 30 minutes mark for singing. Um, but, you know, I still tried to like either sing or like try to hum. And I really suck at saying. But uh, yeah, that I would like to maybe 
it's a skill that I would like to acquire one day after you know practicing. Yeah, but that that that's somewhat unexpected for me. Like, um, <laughs> I I did not you did not strike me as a singing person. Yeah, and so okay. yeah, no, like what no. what consists of your I guess your singing practice? Like, what do you do for thirty minutes? <laughs> yeah, I'll okay, well, pull up some lyrics from some songs. And yeah, that, that's it. I just try to sing it through. Either I try to sing it with the music playing, but then half the time it doesn't really work because I feel like I can sing properly because I just hear the, the song instead of mm-hmm. my own voice. Um, so that's kind of counterproductive sometimes. Um, so I try to like just not listen to anything and just try to listen to myself singing. And also, I mean, I didn't do it just... I didn't do it like um, during the past, like when I practiced singing like lately, but like a few years back when I wanted to sing, I also recorded myself and yep. listened back to it. And it's so cringy, man. Like you think I listening know. to your own voice is cringy, man. Listening to yourself singing is, is, is 10 times worse. Um, yeah. But yeah. So it wasn't really, like, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how to practice singing. But... Did you, did you like watch any YouTube videos or did you like follow any? No. No, because like, I asked my friend about it on like how to sing, and then she said yep. just, just, just practice and record yourself. So I see. Yeah. I mean, I didn't record myself, but she said just, just practice and listen. Try to listen to yourself singing. But I don't know. It was fun, and it's definitely something I would like to learn. And you I know, see. sometimes I find myself singing while listening to music. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Odd, but, yeah. Because you, you know how like you told me oh. I, I won't have access to a piano, a piano so I'm just going to practice singing. Ha ha. Yeah. And I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, yeah, nice one. And yeah, so it's it's somewhat surprising to me that you, oh, you, thought you, it was actually, a joke. you actually followed through. Wait, no, I was serious. <laughs> I think Sorry. it was just the tone or the, the way you phrased your... Um, the, the way you phrased your statement. Yeah, maybe. You said... Uh, you said I'm I'm I don't have a piano. I shall sing instead, and the, the usage of shall is like yeah. it, it's okay. somewhat ironic, I guess. And I, yeah. I I probably interpreted it like the wrong way. And yeah, yeah so that that that's uh that's interesting. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. So I sang, and then when I came back, I practiced for a few days, but I also slacked off for a few days. I didn't keep track of it. Also, mm-hmm. like you know, every day I would have a morning routine and stuff and i feel like during yeah. finals especially i just didn't really do my not my oh. morning routine like a morning checkup like i just didn't do it because yeah. there's nothing like me neither. i know that i'm just yeah. gonna be studying that day so i just I, didn't really do it and I, I i recently on on the topic of like morning reflections and yeah. whatever i recently uh adopted the the, the morning pages thing where when you wake up you just start writing uh free form like stream of consciousness for like a few lines and yeah i mean i, th- I feel like that's better than what i was doing before because it, it's really hard to be truly genuine about um like gratitude or affirmation or like those ki- those type of stuff or like those questions you ask where it's like what what would you do that would make the day better? It's sometimes it's like really hard to come up with something like that. Yeah. So I decided to like just wipe it off and just put a morning pages section. 
where I just go like free flow and write whatever's on my mind at the moment. Do you like wake up and go to your computer directly and then start typing? No, usually it's after my breakfast. After breakfast? Yeah. Okay. That's the first thing I do after waking up is like breakfast. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, uh, that sounds interesting. It's like a morning dump. Yeah. That, that's instead exactly what a, it is. Instead of a brain dump. Cause I sometimes brain dump, I guess I'll just brain dump both ways, you know, in the morning and at night. I, yeah. I, I have two sections for that as well, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, I felt like finding like every day having to find something like a personal affirmation or like something to let go of something to make the day better. It's just, mm-hmm. it did, it don't, it did not feel genuine and yeah. I don't know. So I just switched to like a free form yeah. way, but I, I did keep in the, the gratitude part because mm-hmm. that's something that I do want to like work on just being more grateful for things. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, we should get to the topic. <laughs> yeah, I sure. Topic. So this week's topic, we decided to talk about our uh, university decision, um, kind of like mm-hmm. a journey as well together. Yep. And I guess, I guess announce to the viewers what we're going to be studying in for the next, next five, five years, well, actually yeah. 10 years, five, five, 10 years. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, Eric, should, should I just go for it? I would just say it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so basically, Eric and I, we will be attending medical school starting fall of this year. Um, Eric is going to Université de Montréal, which is Montreal Uni- University of Montreal Medical School. And yeah. I am probably going there as well, although I have to decide between that and another medical school. Um, but I'm still leaning towards Université de Montréal. So that's that. That was our big decision. So Eric, do you want to tell me a bit about, you know, I guess your feelings leading up to the decision time and your feelings after receiving your acceptance? Sure. Um, leading up to the decision time, I was, uh, I feel like between the time where we submitted our application and up to like the day before we know we're going to get the decisions, I was pretty chill. I, I try not to like think too much about it. I was like, oh, if I don't get it, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Like I had like a plan B and I had other things that I could do. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's the, it, it's the end of the world if I don't get into medical school, yeah. but then as the day approached and like on the day of, I was, uh, very, it was very nerve wracking just knowing that the decisions were coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were we were on call and like the decisions were supposed to be posted around like 4 PM. Mm-hmm. And we were, we decided to like chill for a bit, you know, like just wait until everything settles down. I don't know what we were waiting for, but yeah, yeah, we were just waiting and yeah, up until the point where I, I got the acceptance right before that, um, you got the acceptance before me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. I did not. I did not receive the email, so I was. But you did. I it was, was just like, in your spam folder, and right, right, yeah. But I did not see the email, yeah. so I I was under the impression that I did not receive it. Yeah. So yeah, I I um I don't know how I was feeling, honestly. I I was like, oh, I guess I didn't make it. 
and uh yeah and then after that you told me to check my spam and yeah, yeah there it was and yeah it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable to be completely honest i don't think it has uh, truly sunk in yet yeah that we were uh, admitted directly yeah because the, the best the the best i was hoping for was like a high-ish place on the waiting list right yeah because i don't think i don't think my grade was is uh exceptional and uh the, the casper test well we we don't really know mm-hmm. how we did on that yeah um, um yeah what about you like yeah how, how did you feel so, before okay. getting so from the day we applied so basically um for me it was a bit different than eric since i got an what can i say it i got an interview yeah. for um another school so basically from the point where i applied to the day of knowing if i got an interview or not i was very chill like absolutely did not think of it you know i was just you know like yep. i submitted my apply- application that's it that's done whatever and also my grades were were not that good as well they're like our grades are decent but they're not like amazing amazing um therefore yep. i feel like um, it's definitely on the lower side from medical school. Mm, yeah, for sure. That's why for like the interview, I didn't really care too much because I knew the interview results were coming out. Well, like the invitation to interview results were coming out, but I didn't really care because I feel like I already accepted the fact that I'll probably get um, rejected straight up because of my yep. like my my because of my grades, right? So I didn't really think yep. of it at all until I got the interview. And then that kind of changed because from the day of knowing that I have an interview to the interview date was like two weeks. So I was just, um, you know, looking into interviews and, you know, kind of preparing myself. Um, Very nerve wracking experience, but whatever. It's not even, it's not really that bad. And then after the interview till the day where we get our decisions was like around two weeks and like two days. And those yep. two weeks were really, really bad for me. Like, cause I feel like the fact that I got an interview, it kind of gave me hope. And because of mm-hmm. the fact that I had hope made it, you know, more stressful. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So, and you were telling me about how like you were like having trouble sleeping over. Yeah. I, I, was, fact really, that, I was losing yeah. sleep like a few days before the decisions came out. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of my other friends as well that applied to medical school also were losing sleep. So I guess we're just, we're all like stressing all together in a sense. Um, <laughs> That's a it was bonding experience. Bonding experience. It was, it was, it was a lot of, uh, it was like a roller coaster of emotions, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, leading up to the day, like I was counting down the day, like all four days. Like I didn't want to count down. I was like, yo, James, chill. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But then subconsciously, it's like, haha, it's coming out in two days, three days, whatever. <laughs> I remember you telling me like, oh, 15 days until the decision. And I was like, what are you doing? It's 15 days. It's like two weeks and a bit. Like, yeah. And I was I was just very, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you were overreacting. And yeah, I was. I like, was. We were definitely on different wavelengths at that time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, leading up to the decision, like the day of the decision, I woke up. I was like, all right, whatever. This is the day. In a few hours, I'll know my results. Like... 
yeah, you know, it was it was yep. it was an interesting day. And then we had class. We finished class were like thirty minutes before the decisions came out, and we were on call, and we're just waiting. Yep. And like like you said, I was not um, I was not expecting a straight uh, admission. Although, yeah. well, we'll talk about we'll talk about it later. But like for. For us, it was 50% grade and 50% Casper test. And Casper test is like this online personality type test to see how you would react. Okay, not personality. It's just to see how you would react in certain social situations. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like like that. And then you have to like type out your answers uh, really fast. And it was basically the admission process was 50-50. There were no interviews for French schools in Quebec this year. So there was that. And since our, well, my grade is, is, you know, quite low. So yeah, the grade, the grade was low, but then since I got an interview for the other school, it means that like the Casper, I did kind of decent on the Casper test, but I don't know. I didn't feel like it would be able, it would be able to compensate for my grades to the point where I get accepted. But you, you did have hope because of, uh, your initial interview. Yeah, I, I did have yeah. hope, but I don't know how, you know, I don't want to have too much hope and just, you know, at the end it just flops, you know? So yeah. it was, it was, it was hard balancing between being hopeful and being hopeless. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because the more you have expectations, yeah, like the, if you, yeah, if you ended up not getting accepted, which um, thankfully did not happen, but yeah. if it did happen, I'm sure, uh, the devastation would be at least uh, pretty significant. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, but the results and I was I was pretty happy. Yeah, it was. Um, it felt it felt unreal. Like it was. Um, I can still recall that moment when I read it, and we read it together, right? And then I was like, "Yeah, bro, is this is this is this a typo? Is this is this actually happening?" Like I remember, I shared my screen. And then we opened the email together and then Eric was reading it with me. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, admitted. <laughs> I was like, Damn. That was, that was a pretty great moment. Yeah. That was a, it was a pretty, pretty good day. And then we went to get McDonald's after. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> we, we got McDonald's after as a, I guess as a celebration. Yeah. As a celebration. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, um I want to talk about the admissions process. Yeah. Because, yeah, so let's just talk about the Casper test. For for those who don't know, the Casper test is this, like, this test where you're presented with a prompt, with the situation, and um, they give you three questions on how you would how you would react on the situation. And then you have five minutes to answer those three questions. And the test is 12 prompts long. So in total, it's an hour. And... Um, our test was towards the end of February, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, so we we were pretty um, diligent on preparing for this Casper test because it was going to count towards uh, 50% of our application uh, status, application weight, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like we we prepared a lot. We started preparing like end of December, I think yeah early january at least yeah so we we did like almost two months of preparation 
And I feel like um, that that's really what gave us the edge in uh, getting admitted to to medical school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I want to hear your thoughts on this uh, the the Casper test and the admissions process. Yeah, so I feel like obviously you have to put in effort in whatever you're doing, right? So in order to get into medical school, a big part of it is your grades. So that's yeah. pretty obvious. You need to do well in your classes. You need to put in a good amount of effort to get decent grades. Um, so you have to put in effort for grades. But since you also know that there's there's an extra, there's another test, which is the Casper test, you have to put in the same amount of effort into the Casper test as well. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there could be criticism to the Casper test, right? Because it's 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 studyable. <laughs> you know what I mean. I I believe that the Casper test is extremely flawed, and yeah. it's not representative of the person that takes the test. But yeah, I I understand why they choose to use the Casper test, mm-hmm. and why they say that you technically don't need to study it. But fact is, um, it's a standardized test. There's there's a pattern to it, and if you learn the pattern, if you learn what you're supposed to do in which situation, then it becomes much easier to um, answer and answer correctly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, Even though technically there's no uh, correct answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like it really shows, um, I mean, yeah, the Casper test allows you to demonstrate like your personality, your thoughts and everything. But um, if on top of that, you also, you know, do some research, research, and you study a little bit. You can really do really well. And I don't know, it's it's a bit flawed, but I feel like if you put in the effort, then, and if that's that's the part of the admission process, then if you put in effort, then I guess you, you kind of deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we you have to play the you have to play the game, right? Yeah, you you exactly. can't really it's like great really complain. Yeah, it's like great. Like yeah. if you if you do really well and you study hard on your test for three semesters and your grades are amazing, then there you go. Um, you deserve it. So it's yeah. the same thing for the Casper test. It's just part of the admission process. And, and it, it, I mean, it's, um, what is it? It's made, like the, the test was developed and it was, you know, made um, with like, scientific uh, science scientists and stuff and it was like made yeah. to make sure that it is relevant and significant and that to the application to the application and it is a good way good way of evaluating applicants so you know it's uh there's that as well because it was and now the casper test has been has been used like all around the world as well so there has to there has to be like um it, no, some it, sort of like good 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 yeah yeah good explanation good to, usage for good it. usage yeah good explanation to why people or well, schools themselves um use it and yeah yeah that was uh that was that that was fun it was um it was it was worth it and that's kind of how yeah, for sure. we started talking and discussing and that's kind of, that's kind of what gave birth to the podcast because right. we were we we were studying like every night at ten. We studied, and then after that, we just talked. Stayed on stayed on Discord. We just talked, 
And the more we talked, the more, no, we just talked and it was becoming interesting. And we're like, oh, let's make a podcast. And we're like, why not? Yeah. And I feel like um, a lot of the Casper prompts were somewhat thought provoking. And we could have like a discussion on why we think uh, this is what we should do. And, you know, sometimes there's uh, expert responses on what you should be doing. And we would discuss that and we would um, give our own point of view on on the situation. And yeah, I think that that really just led to us uh, um, get, led to us like making this podcast and deciding to talk about things. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So like, yep. if you guys want to have meaningful conversation, just just um, take the Casper do test. Casper. Yeah, and then you'll have something to talk about after. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You're not allowed to disclose anything of the Casper test. It's confidential. Yeah, but, um, but you can, you know, read up and talk with friends about it. It's it's fine. Right. Do you have uh, any tips for potential Casper test takers? Well, um, definitely familiar familiarize yourself with the test. Go on the website, read read everything that there is on the website. I remember I did that like a few times. Um, yep. Read everything, read how it's gonna happen, how it's gonna be undertaken. You know, it's online. Everything. Also, since it is online, um, you use your computer to type, so make sure that you're comfortable typing, either in English or French. Or, well, I don't know if they do it in other languages, but maybe. But to my knowledge, it's only English and French. At least in Canada. I'm not right? sure. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. At least. Yeah, at, at least in Canada, Canada, it's English or French. So make sure that you're comfortable typing in the language that you're taking it in. Um, yep. Also, just mm, yeah, make sure that your typing speed is, is 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 fast. Also, I think doing practicing with a friend definitely uh, works because you get to explore different point of views, different opinions. Yeah, for sure. And that and this next tip is just something something really general is just expose yourself to different experiences you know whether it be like um picking up a new hobby or doing volunteering or uh, going to work somewhere i guess all these experiences will make you more likely to answer some questions more easily it will get you thinking yes and yeah, it's just a good skill to have to be able to have critical thinking skills to, you know, to have have had some experiences interacting with other people. And they're all pretty valuable um, for the Casper test, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the most important one is still to just find find someone that's also planning on applying to medical school, planning on taking the Casper test and just uh, practice with them. Because I feel like without having this um this other person to bounce your ideas on to hear what they have to say about the situation it's really hard to know if what you're writing and or what you're uh what you're saying is actually good arguments and yeah so like online you can find um prompts for uh like mock questions and sometimes they they don't tell you what the right or the correct answer is even though there's no correct answer, but they don't give you an example of a response. So just having someone to talk about and um, just bounce your ideas around is really valuable in my opinion. And I think that's the most the most valuable part, valuable part of uh, our preparation. 
Oh, you want to talk about how we thought that the Casper test, it prepares you for medical school? Right. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. So we have, we have this theory that, um, from, because you, as a medical school applicant, you prepare uh, for the Casper test and the Casper test, um, they look for these uh, certain qualities in you. So they, they, they try to make you think critically, uh, don't jump to conclusions and these things, right? And even if you're not the type of person to abide by those qualities, from the fact that you're um, practicing for the Casper test, you're more, more likely to develop these qualities and uh, apply it to your real life, which then in turn, if you make it to medical school, you're going to have these qualities. Yeah. Does that make sense? Hmm. Like, even if you yeah. don't, then you learn like some new skills and being able to reason and communicate even better. Because I feel like after, you know, um, reading about Casper and, you know, trying to do some practice questions, I feel like my thought yeah. process was a bit like changed a little bit. I guess I became more yeah, for sure. quote unquote uh, <laughs> mature, <laughs> not mature, just being able to um, analyze certain situations in a more uh, thoughtful way and not, yeah. you know, yeah. I think during our preparation period of around two months, we would um, sometimes would hop on call and be like, oh, I, uh, I encountered this really Casper situation today and oh, we would talk about right, it. And... Right, 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 right. And yeah. yeah, and we would see like, and I would say like, what, what did I do? What I was thinking? Yeah. And you would give your opinion as well. And yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting how from the fact that you're preparing for the Casper, you're more likely to conform to what they want. They want you to mm -hmm. think, I yeah. guess, which is in fact like so, really good qualities to have in, in a doctor, right? Yeah. And you'll. And we'll be practicing, I mean, we'll encounter a bunch of situations in medical school that will require us to, you know, brush up more on these skills. And, you know, yeah, in fact, sure. we have another Casper test to take before choosing residency. Damn. Yep. We're taking interesting. it again. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I was about to ask, um, what are your thoughts on becoming a medical student? I guess I can also yeah. ask you um, why you're choosing med. Sure. Um, I'm pretty, uh, of course, I'm, I'm really glad that I get to, that I get to be a medical student, but from the beginning, I wasn't really, uh, I was not very confident in my chances of getting admitted. So I didn't want to, uh, you know, get, have the identity of a medical student before being admitted into medicine if that makes sense so um i was fully prepared to be rejected and just move on and go to another program and study something else so yeah um but on becoming a medical student i'm pretty i'm looking forward to it i'm i'm sure it's going to be fun and yeah I'm, I'm not sure i'm not too sure what what exactly it entails to be a medical student or uh, later a physician a doctor whatever but um i have the confidence that i can make it through and i'm sure i'll enjoy it along the way so 
I'm not too uh, too worried about it, and I'm pretty excited about becoming a medical student. As for why I'm choosing to go into medicine, I don't really have a concrete answer. Um, I have some personal reasons that I don't really want to disclose here, but apart from that, I just feel like I'm given this opportunity and I know that if I put the effort in, I can excel in it and I can find joy in doing it and helping people and whatever. So yeah, um, I, I don't really have a concrete reason for why I'm choosing med. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, just having this opportunity presented to me and I feel like it would be a waste to not take it. So, hmm. yeah. That's good. What about you? Um, my thoughts on becoming a medical student is a bit blurry because I've only thought to the, like I've only thought so far to the point of getting rejected or admitted. I didn't yeah, think, same. I didn't imagine myself, you know, um, being, well, actually become a medical student. Well, I have, been thinking about that very lately because I mean, I do have to make a decision between two schools and I had to imagine myself, you know, being a medical student and everything. Right. But yeah. Um, but overall, um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm a little bit scared. I'm scared. I'll have like imposter syndrome going to medical school because everyone's mm. gonna, you know, everyone's like amazing. And I yeah, will feel sure. like, I might feel like I'm not, I don't really fit in even though, you know, we all do because we made it and we deserve it. And there's a reason why we're there. Right. So, um, yeah. mostly it's just a mix of excitement and, you know, I'm looking forward to all the opportunities that, that I'll have, you know, meeting new people, learning new things, um, being able to maybe travel and connect with doctors and everything. I feel like it's a, interesting thing to study in okay. interesting interesting field yeah it's an interesting field um which sure. kind of leads to why i want to why i want to do med i've always thought yeah. about it um i didn't have that much hope um although well, maybe i should have um but i told myself that if i do get accepted then that's definitely the thing the field that i would want to go into um, yep. there are a few reasons, some personal reasons as well that I don't really want to disclose, but, um, other reasons mainly involve like science, obviously, like if you go into medical school, you must like science. Um, you know, you can't just hate science and go into medical school, although you could do that, but you'll yeah, be sure. very, you'll be very miserable. Um, but yeah. not, not only there's science involved, but there's also being able to interact with people. So like you, I mean, medical students, your friends. Um, in the future, you'll be interacting with other physicians, uh, older physicians, mentors, a whole healthcare team, and being able to interact with the patients and work alongside with them. I feel like that's, you know, just fulfilling in general. And sure. it's dynamic, you know, it's not like you're alone sitting at a desk or, you know, doing something. And personally, I'm someone that likes, that likes to, you know, talk to people, interact with people. Yep. Um, so I think, you know, it kind of complements my personality to a certain degree. If yeah, sure. that, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when did you know that for sure you wanted to become a medical student? Because from what I understand, it, it was not a, like, it wasn't like from 
childhood you were like oh i'm gonna be a doctor yeah no i mean to be completely honest i didn't really think about what i wanted to do for a very long time like even in high school towards the end of high school i didn't really have like a specific objective yep. you know i didn't have med you know targeted targeted although um throughout high school i did know that you know med medical school would be something that i would potentially be interested in um but you know i just wasn't sure about all the jobs there were out there it's just that being a doctor was you know fairly common it's like it's, yeah, uh, it's something that you know it's like oh being a doctor is a job being an engineer is a job being a lawyer is a job you know like kind of those, yeah um like those main you know jobs that you hear about when you talk about professions um for sure but definitely um after high school going into cjep i didn't have it you know um as an objective i went into cjep not knowing really what i wanted to do and i was hoping that i would figure it out from there on um but then interacting with other other students older students that you know eventually got into med school kind of made me you know kind of open my eyes to it as well and i also volunteered during cjep and realized that you know it was very it was very fun and being yeah. able to interact with patients you know kind of familiarized myself with you know um yeah with, with 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 the role yeah with, with the, the role of, of all that yeah and yeah and then they kind of just developed from there um i didn't have that much hope i was you know always thinking of plan b plan c yeah b c d yeah b c d you know all, all those all those plans but in the end i knew that if i got into med school that's what i would want to do and yeah sure we did our best um throughout CJEP maybe not at first for me but I picked up towards the end of CJEP and paid off um I'm I'm kind of like in the same boat I guess mm -hmm. like I didn't really have this dream of becoming a doctor and like as a matter of fact like I don't think it's very uh healthy to have this long-lasting dream of becoming a doctor being tied to your identity but you know whatever um yeah, so even going into CJEP and even going to like second year, right? Yeah. Where we're a few months away from university applications and still I was very unsure of what I wanted to do or what I what I want to go where I want to go mm. for university. And I think we we briefly touched up upon it in one of our episodes um episode 7, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just I was super uncertain about what I wanted to do and I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I would like. Mm -hmm. And again, the, like our exposure to the possible jobs that you could do is very limited. I feel like yeah. like what we know, it really is just what people around us do like what our parents do, what um, our friends or people that we know do. So yeah, but once around like halfway into um my second year i realized that like oh i have a chance at this and yeah and it's just because i have this chance um i decided to devote myself to preparing for it and yeah yeah i feel like i'll oh, go ahead 
no, I was just gonna say like, I don't feel like my my uh, my reasons of becoming a medical student are very uh, developed. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but you were saying. That's fine. I feel like you'll learn. I mean, you're you're in for a reason. You know, you're you'll be able to do good because you know you've made it this far. So obviously. The yeah. Asians, you know, they, they know that you're you're gonna be able to have fun, enjoy, and be able to learn properly. And I'm not really maybe maybe now you don't feel like you have like strong mode, but you'll definitely enjoy it and like no doubt about that, I feel. Um yeah. I was gonna ask. Man, I forgot, I forgot what I was gonna ask. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I don't know. It, I'll re ask when I think about it. Sure. Yes. But um oh I was gonna say, um, I feel like we're also, we kind of expose ourselves to medical school from certain YouTubers, you know, or just like, you know, on social media and. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we've watched, you know, on YouTube, sometimes we watch like medical students vlogging and sharing their tips about whatever, whatnot. And because of that, it exposed ourselves a bit towards um, medical school and the fact that Eric both and I, well, Eric both and I, Eric and I, we both kind of watched <laughs> that and we both kind of had that same goal. It just just pushed the, pushed us to, you know, work towards it together, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. And yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think you need to skirt around um, this topic too much. Like, you, you can say that we watched Ali Abdal and oh, mostly... Yeah. And including like a a bunch of other medical YouTube content, but I feel like that was the one that had the most um, influence on us, mm-hmm. if that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I guess that 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 is a uh, that was a big influence on. I feel like that was a big influence on our decisions. Yeah, and just yeah, you know, being being in an environment where many people are applying to med school as well, you know, like I, yeah, for sure. Like just on top of my head, I can think of like, you know, like three, three other friends that are going to med school as well. So, and yeah. I was, you know, we were exposed to the same environment where many people want to go to med school and we kind of just influence each other to work hard and work towards that goal. And yeah, there was, a, yeah, there was that the, the well, nature, the nature of, yeah, the nature of our, the program that we were in, just mm-hmm. made a really uh made medical school like a really obvious choice yeah and yeah and I, i'm glad that uh and i'm really excited excited to uh to embark on this journey yeah, i guess embark on this journey. Mm-hmm. i think uh we've covered everything we wanted to talk about yep all right i think um it's a all good right, way cool. to to end uh, this episode So thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you guys on our next week's episode. Goodbye.